Hello and welcome to Gamer's Table, a podcast discussion of tabletop role-playing games, war games, movies, books, and various other game-related topics. Be warned, this show contains explicit material that may not be suitable for all audiences. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Table, this is Eric. I'm Mike. This is Dan. This is Jason. Uh, this week we're going to talk about the DC reboot, which is going to be coming up uh, at the end of this summer. What, in September of 2011, DC Comics has decided that they're going to completely reboot their entire universe. This is not something new to people who uh, know anything about comics, because other comics, especially Marvel, has done it several times. Really? Uh, Oh my God! Yes, not so, not well, like this though. But th- this is you're no. Not, this is a this is like completely this is a complete. Yeah, I mean, yes. all, their hand is played all in, and if they do it like that, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, a lot of people are getting are, are upset because it completely erases all the things that they had done before. But I think it, it sometimes you really do need to start well, fresh because they had done the same thing about four times over. I mean, how many crises are we going to have? Right, right. I'm going to guess it's a 99 percent reboot because I was talking to the guys at Twilight or Drew. Yeah, and I, I don't know if this is fact or rumor, but there may be certain characters I couldn't even venture to guess who. No, that yeah, I might heard, still remember I the old this. universe. Like uh, I heard somebody was going back in time to um, be like exiled into the past. Well, the summer event this year is called Flashpoint. Flashpoint right? and it's been good so far. Have yeah. you been reading? It? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's been pretty good. So, so far. like the Flash could end up being theoretically the only person who remembers the old universe. See, so. my guess would be the people that would remember would be people like the Phantom Stranger or the Spectre. I could see Booster Gold staying current. <laughs> <laughs> Booster Gold, yes. it's kind of his but thing. Yeah. If they even do just one character, you see, that's what I'm saying. Ninety nine percent. Right. Then they're not all in, and that would piss me off. Yeah. Yeah. Then they're right. leaving a window open. Yes, right. just right. in case right. it right. fails. Right. 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 And uh, but. You know, from a, from a corporate standpoint, you can't really blame them for doing that. If it fails, and they got to go back, you know, it's kind of like that whole Superman blue, Superman red bullshit from a few years ago. No, it's, this is the changes are here to stay, and this is the way Superman's going to be. Yeah, how many times have we heard that? That is the reason. I, that is one of the reasons I quit buying. That was um, that was because of Warner Brothers, wasn't it? They were working up for that for Superman Returns, and they were. They hadn't that, quite committed well, that to it yet. That. I, that oh, was, yeah, that was this was like ten years ago. Was yeah. it that long ago? Yeah, it was because it was a, it was around the time my daughter at was the born. old. We were still gaming at the old shop when. Yeah. I know, I know that, but I know that the they had been talking about redoing Superman movie for a long time mm. before that. So, and I remember because the same person, oh, Nick that, Cage Superman. Well, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Aren't, it was aren't we still <laughs> waiting for the Superman reboot? Yeah. We haven't had anything since Christopher Reeve, right? right? Um, Basically, yeah. yeah. So, but it was as I recall it was the same producer who did wild wild west was going to do superman and he thought that the superman suit was gay it's from the you mean john peters oh kevin smith talks about yeah it. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin smith I, I, one i believe right. bag. yeah so. kevin smith's a douchebag no john oh. peters is a so, douchebag. i'm sorry i'm putting words in his mouth. kevin smith is awesome so and, anyway. and, and kind of a douchebag so the the dc reboot they're restarting all the characters they're supposed to be younger now starting off as like i guess late teens early 20s i think they're all gonna be vampires or werewolves as well. <laughs> <Vampires>. <laughs> you know what it is they heard our awesome mutants and masterminds group and they're like this is what we need to do yes dc is uh is listening and pirating our shit yes know, that's well this is the the, the thing that I didn't really, say anything about Mandarin collars. This so. is what confused me. Is this picture right here? I'm showing it to my friends for those of you out there. And where, okay, where land. did you where did you get these pictures from? This from is, DC Online. No, this is from. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Shit, I don't remember. No, this is from io9. Yeah. Okay, 
It's from my own eye. Yay. Okay. So the, the picture of Superman in, in question, the one that confuses me, is his face, of course, is in shadow, but his eyes are glowing with his heat vision. And then he's wearing a skin-tight T-shirt with a Superman symbol on it. And th- this is in black and white, but in color, it was the T-shirt was blue, the symbol was red, etc. But he's wearing blue jeans that are cuffed, and he's wearing what would appear to be work boots. So he's kind of like a greaser Superman. A greaser or possibly a skinhead Superman. Uh, well, let's hope not. Are we yeah, certain that this is are we certain be. Superman or is this is the cover of Action Comics number one. Well, then it's probably Clark on the farm. Yeah. I'm assuming, but why would he have a freaking t-shirt? Because he's Superman. Yeah, but it's not like he went down to his local comic shop and bought one. That's the, you can't know. put you can't put Superman well, on the cover no, without see, having let's, it. Let's hope. And this nobody, is what I, nobody puts Superman in the corner. Let's, I, and I hope this is <laughs> what they do. I, I want to forget everything we know about these characters. I want to start from scratch like because I, w- I want to jump on to su- I want yeah I want to jump on to Superman right now at oh, issue well, one. I, I want I want that edit. I want to, just that sound back. <laughs> jump on <laughs> Superman. That's going to no. be my ringtone for Dan. You know because <laughs> I, I want to start from scratch. You know I want something fresh. I want a new storyline. I don't want to have to worry about stuff that has happened. Unfortunately, in the past. you're talking about the same characters, and when you talk about the same characters, if you don't have the certain elements that make those characters recognizable, then people go, "Well, that's not Superman." Superman's that, from Krypton. That's not f- the Superman from before. I'm I, I'm pretty sure they're not going to do this. They don't got the balls to do it. But this is <laughs> well, what I hope they do. Well, this here's the thing, though. I think what might be playing into this is the the copyright uh, lawsuit that's going on right now between. Oh yeah. I can't remember Siegel or Schuster, which family it was. And DC Warner Brothers is they're trying to wrest control of the character away from the company, so they kind of have to change Superman right. to avoid. They've lawsuit. been doing that for a while because when they but but they've changed copyright law to the point where it's possible that they might actually win and DC's going to lose. But the thing is, is DC owns certain elements of the character that were created after Siegel and Schuster created right. the character, right? Like, like Krypton, Krypton, right? right. The hmm. the Jor El and you know yeah. all the and Superboy specifically is owned by DC. Let's hope. Yeah. Hope they don't reissue. See, so what would they lose? Basically, Superman and not even flying because he couldn't fly when he was created. He could only jump. So you would lose the name Superman and the, the likeness of Superman. How about Daily Planet, Lois Lane? Possibly because that was early. That yeah, was that was in early. the strips. Yeah, I don't think the DC Comics would be able I mean, if. The Siegel and Schuster family won that lawsuit, which I don't see them doing because of all the, all the stuff that's because Warner Brothers has a lot of money. Well, yeah, and and that's what wins lawsuits. What, unfortunately, what, what's going to end up happening is if they do win it, then they will rent the character from the, the yeah. estate. They'll get paid a, a very large royalty. Yeah, so I don't see well, Disney will sweep in and take uh, it. Uh, yeah. yeah, until Marvel, D- Disney, Marvel decides, hey, you know what? We could really cripple our uh, main rival in the comics industry right now by taking their flagship character away from them. That would never happen. That, yeah. It could happen, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I personally see in the in the very far future, I, I could see the two companies merging. I'm Super surprised what? they haven't I, I, I Marvel and DC? Yeah, I could see it happening. Wouldn't that be like it antitrust? No. no. Which comic books? No. Comic book antitrust. Antitrust suit because somebody owns all the goddamn comic book characters. You want to talk about comic book trust is, you know, the comic book shops. They have the trust right now. I can't buy a fucking comic book within, I'm going to say, an hour's drive from from where I live, all because of comic shops. What do you call it? The ghettoizing of. Uh, that's what I. That's well, Mike said it last week. The ghettoizing of uh, of uh, comic book industry. Well, then, Dan, you should like the uh, other thing DC's doing. The direct. Yeah, well, they're doing it half right. They haven't figured out that 
the the cost of digital goods should not rival the cost of actual goods because they're doing day and date release, which is great for digital and newsstand or comics comic shop, and the price is the exact same, right. which is ridiculous. Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Nope. That's what well, happens when the publisher sets the price and not the market. We, you see the same thing in Amazon. Yeah. Amazon d- digital books are priced way lower oh, than, than iBooks and all that. No, shit. no, then like if you go to Amazon, go to buy a uh, an ebook and it's like why is this 15 bucks? There's always a disclaimer at the bottom. Price set by publisher, not oh, by Amazon. Would right. you pay full price to uh, download a movie the day of release? Yes, I most certainly would. Yeah. I, and 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 that that is going to happen. That they've they're already kind of laying the groundwork for that and we're going to get digital and theater release day and date. Well, then it'd be the same thing as the comic books then. To me, the movie experience Experience is a little bit different than than a comic book because if if I want to buy a comic book, I want to own the comic book. Mm-hmm. Well, I see what you're saying. Rent to rent a movie. Mm-hmm. Uverse does that now. Yeah, yeah. I can. Yeah, I, I can, can see I can, on Uverse. I can go on and turn on. I, I can watch a movie that's at the theaters right now. Yeah. So yeah, certain certain companies yeah. are are doing this now. Yeah. Hmm. And what's what's the price on that? Because we uh, live in the middle it's like of seven nowhere. eight bucks. See Something that like that's that. worth yeah. that's worth it if you've got a decent TV to semi recreate the theater experience for some movies. Some movies movies you, you're always going to want. Now, that, it's not like opening experience. weekend. It's not like I could watch Green Lantern no. Oh, well, that's, Friday. that's coming. That yeah. That is coming. But if it's been out for a few, or like a week or two, you know, I think it, then I can I can watch it. I've not and done I don't it think yet. that's too far around the corner. No, I've, I'm going to say probably within the next decade, yeah. if not in the next five years. So, And is that going to kill? Well, we're kind of really off the topic of the... Well, no, it ties in because comic book movies are summer cash. Comic book movies are summer cash cows, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I can I can see that happening because the movie experience is going to become something else, right. it's a, bit, a bit more of an event, kind of like old drive-ins where yeah. it was an, it was an event. In some movies, like the Tron movie, I am glad I saw Tron in the theater. Okay, I'm glad I saw Sucker Punch in the theater because those were movie theater experience movies. Watching Slumdog Millionaire, which I really really liked, that was not going to be enhanced by the movie theater experience. So my back to, back on topic. My part B to the Superman. I must say for everybody listening out there, Superman is my favorite superhero. Would you say you love Superman as much as you love Han Solo? More so. I probably Fair know. Enough. So there's the benchmark for everybody. I, I, I used to be. I used to brag yeah. that I knew more about Superman than anybody else on Earth, which I know that was bullshit. Now, I know it's bullshit now, but back then I was convinced of it. Yeah, back when you couldn't <laughs> prove it, you could say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> right so, before the internet. Well, I, no, I, I used to. I used to challenge people to ask me questions, sure. and I, I usually knew. You know. 99% yeah. of it. What does pink kryptonite do? I don't think there is any pink kryptonite. That's bullshit. They should have pink kryptonite. <laughs> you know what it does. I think I, I know what I would do if I was making Superman and it was pink kryptonite. Okay. All right. So my part B is the other cover is for Superman number one, written by George Perez, and uh, which I think is really cool. I love George Perez. Written and no, drawn? No. The, the it says the art is by Jesus. I'm assuming it's Jesus. Okay. It might be Jesus. Jesus. God, uh, we Jesus. could only hope he came out of the retirement to draw. He- Jesus Marino. Uh, at any rate, the cover of this one shows him wearing what would appear to be the quasi-traditional Superman costume, but it appears to be segmented as if it was armor. Okay. And he's also apparently not wearing red underwear like he normally does. Right, I heard about Commando? that. Right. Uh, no, it's, it's just, just it's, a, it's a red belt. No Speedos. Right. Yeah, no Speedos over the top of and his. That's fine. I'm so, I mean, it, the, the armor looks segmented, and it, it almost makes me, puts me in the mind that he's a robot. I'm on board with that. I'm totally fine with that. Okay, so anyway, I, I just think that's kind of bizarre. You got this one, on one cover, which I'm assuming maybe the actual Action, action is coming out the same day as Justice League. That's the very first two issues that DC is releasing is action number one and Justice League number one. Okay. So I, I'm hoping, 
anyway that like mike said that's clark on the farm you know with boots and blue jeans or whatever <laughs> right and the, but this other one just really has me confused why would the why would a suit look like it was armor but some of the other ones i'm, I'm jazzed about omac they're gonna have a new omac title Ooh. i loved omac when i was a kid i, <laughs> maybe, I thought omac was cool as hell maybe superman needs armor now because somebody made kryptonite bullets maybe he's not as tough as he was maybe that's, not that's been, done, that's been gritty done that, reboot gritty yeah a reboot. gritty reboot yes he's gonna get his ass beat more frequently but by a regular guy more lobo yeah because lobo's such a cool character <laughs> i love pushing that button. people people who love lobo are the same people who love deadpool and they're all and the jagoffs same, and the same people who love boba fett whatever oh. yeah <laughs> not quite the same self-hater thing. self-hater <laughs> lobo and boba fett hanging out whatever i have kind of ridden the roller coaster of uh getting re- really into comics and then backing away from them i'm a cur- currently in a backing away from them phase so yeah because you were you were all in for a good couple years there yeah i was buying everything you're buying like freaking crazy you're like a crackhead with the comics well it was i what i was doing was i was trying to keep up with it's impossible with the storylines and dc yeah. is honestly the worst well it was i was doing it with dc and marvel at the same time it's impossible. It, like their summer releases and oh, stuff you mean their crossover events yeah oh my god okay here, here's a good example i i saw a guy was trying to piece together a full timeline of brightest day uh-huh. it was over 130 some odd issues and going i mean it hit every title right for like 10 issues yeah. well see so, I, I figured insane. that out. i figured that out in the 80s with the crisis i didn't even attempt to do that i followed the books i wanted to follow but see the problem is that's how you got 52 that people fucking hated right because it, it hit every issue and if you were just reading 52 you had no clue what the hell was going and on and that's exactly then that's the way they've been doing it it's not just an event with tie-ins it's you have to read batman number whatever to get this little nugget of information yeah it says that makes PC this a, issue this blah, right, blah, blah that make that makes this and if you just followed the straight storyline you know issues you'd be completely fucking lost so well it it, it it all goes back to comic shops and how they they're trying to milk every dollar out of their current subscriber base because they're not getting any new subscribers because you can't fucking buy them anywhere you know if, if unless you're in an urban area you can't buy a comic book and that's terrible because comics is what got me reading and things that get young kids reading are the most important things there are right yeah you can yeah. make fun of twilight all you want but it got a lot of people reading that probably would not have picked up a book that's oh, true that's absolutely and, and i true. can say that for a fact the profession that i'm in i deal with uh, troubled youth and i i know a lot of kids who were directionless had no interest in school who Pro- p- probably who, never read anything who picked twilight up yeah. and because they wanted to read that story they made themselves learn how to read better so and i yeah. i know and like dan said comic books my mom says i was reading headlines and newspaper articles when i was two i'm sure my mom's exaggerating but i i specifically remember reading comic books when i was a kid my dad always made my mom and dad both always made sure i had comic books especially on vacation mm-hmm. so i had something to do and it kept me busy it i definitely believe that it made my reading much much better so well and it's because certain age groups their literature it really talks down to them whereas comic books it, it's always you have your kid comics yeah and, and that, like that's that. something that normal people i don't think can still to this day wrap their head around is that comic books are not necessarily for children no. they're not they're not written that way no they I, haven't I, been even since the, ones, the 60s no right? even Truthfully. the ones that aren't that aren't say that or that do not say explicit you know like the boys or something like yeah. that those are obviously written for, for right. adults mm. and people but, with problems right <laughs> or both just your regular hero comics are written for adults 
adults or you know late teens and you know what and kids are keeping up just fine those those kids that are reading are doing just fine this is seduction of the innocent they have separate comic book lines for kids though they do at least i know marvel does and and i support all of them dc does too dc also has i know they have versions comic books of cartoons right they've done right that are that are more kid friendly. marvel does that too marvel has the it's like the the heroes or whatever it's called it's yeah some some line like heroes line or something which is supposed to be geared towards you know smaller kids get them young more cartoony art of course right right that's the whole purpose behind free comic book day dan Mm -hmm. and i didn't realize their first taste for free yeah the first one's always free (laughs) just like crack today uh also i believe it was today or yesterday marked uh the first ever free rpg day i heard about that uh, what green ronin did a uh free uh snippet for the dragon age rpg that they're doing right Cool. I like and that. that's good marketing. It's a good idea. Maybe we get the guys from Aces and Aces to send us some free stuff. Since we plug their shit so much. Yeah. <laughs> Come well, on, people. Basically, I, I think we've said all we can say on this. I yeah. would like to believe certain things that I know are not going to happen, and I'm going to get my hopes up. Right. Well, screw you, DC, in advance. Well, I, I, will <laughs> say, I will say this. For a guy who hasn't truly collected comic books for 11 years, I mean, since basically since my daughter was born, I have not... I mean, I've bought a handful of comics here and there, mostly for my son. But this, when I heard about it, I mean, it really got me going. I was like, oh, my God. Well, and that's the thing. And I think that's what they're banking on is that, and we've talked about how people, there's getting off points of, of everything that you're into. The, and very rarely is there a getting on point that's, you know, and, and this is, would be a perfect getting on point for the people like you who haven't messed with comics in, you know, a decade. It's like, you know, I, in, I've i talked to you about it before. You say, you know, I, I talk about about you know all the issues of Superman, this, this, isn't this. You were interested in what I had to say, but your next comment was always, "I don't want to get back into it because I wouldn't, I, I, I would be lost. I don't know, you know, all the right. characters and all that stuff." And, and I would feel compelled to try and go back and buy back issues, and, right? But I bet I don't have the money to do that. I bet if they had them at the newsstand, at the gas station, or at Walmart, you would probably have I, still picked up right. a few here and there. No, honestly, I probably never would have. You don't stopped. think? I don't think I ever would have stopped. I, th- I think that's. Oh, no, okay. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I probably hmm. would still be buying because I wouldn't have to drive fifteen. 20, 30, now 60 miles. Yeah, it is. That's right. the closest one is over in St. Louis. Because when I was a kid, I could walk up the main street here in town. I could hit every gas station, every pharmacy, and I usually found all the comics that I needed. And then it was 15 miles from here. Mm-hmm. And then it was 20 miles from here. And then so, it was, you know. So what you're saying is Walmart killed the... Uh, Walmart definitely... Walmart killed this town. I agree. Well, Walmart not just the town, but the comic industry. I didn't think... I remember buying <laughs> comics at Walmart. I don't you can't now. No, no, you can't now. Agree. No. You talk about getting comics at like you used to it, you know, grocery stores, pharmacies, right. to a comic book shop owner, and they, they cringe or flinch, you know. Well, like, sure, oh, because that's, that's, that, they want those you comics to... are all bent and oh, like, yeah, 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 They're all dog-eared, yeah. You know, yeah. but I, I got past that, you know. It, it got to the point where I didn't want to collect anymore. I just yeah, want to read. Yeah. I, I wasn't thinking And that's about why it. I like the digital comics. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't thinking about collecting a comic because I wanted it to be yeah. valuable someday. Right. That, that never crossed my mind until I was about 15, and my dad told me the song, you know, the sob story about his ridiculous collection going up and smoke so you yeah. know and i've got a few that are worth some money you and i actually share custody of some comic books yeah, i don't know if they're worth as much as we thought i think we need to throw that shit up on the internet and sell uh, it. that might be another reason they re- they're rebooting was the return uh, of Jason Todd? Actually, there's going to be like there's going to be Nightwing, Dick Grayson. There's going to be the Red Hood, Jason Todd, and there's going to be uh, Red Robin, Tim Drake, and Batgirl's back too. Oh. And, and and there's an African Batman. 
Batwing. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, yeah. the more the merrier. If they, if they have good, decent stories, that, that's the real trick. That's sure. kind of why I jumped off DC for a while other than Vertigo. Is the, the stories just were either rehashes of something that I'd read in high school or, right. or junior high. Well, when I was a kid, it was art first, story second. When I was a little kid, it, the story really Covers get you to buy, stories sure. keep you. absolutely. And then, right. But then the older I got, the more that story mattered and the art didn't matter so much. I mean, if you get both, then of course it's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Well, I would say the bar for art has been set pretty high over the last 10 or 15 years. Well, ever since they started incorporating more uh, anime-style artists and things like that. When, like when, uh, I can't remember what his name is, Iron Man incorporated an anime artist for a while. Yes, and, and it was gorgeous. Yes, it was awesome. So, when was this? A couple of years ago. Huh. But yeah, once once they the, there was always this delineation between anime and mainstream comics, and now that line is becoming more and more blurred, and I think that the comic industry is better for it because there's a lot of really good anime artists out there. And that's what a lot of kids are You're manga. talking about manga just manga. so you don't get some... Oh, this is true. There there is, uh, yeah. I, well, I, anime is the I, in animation. my in I could call it Japanimation. You could. That, that's a, that, that's their own sect. <laughs> so yeah, anime or manga artists. That art has become more popular over the years, and then kids were like, "Well, I would rather have something that looks like this rather than something that looks like." Well, DC now comic. good art is the standard, I, I think. Whereas before, you know, those those covers that were really good stood out, and now yeah. you you have your choice of really good art, and you can pick your style. Well, I think the thing that always pissed me off when I was a kid was the G.I. Joe comics. The covers, Mike Zek, <laughs> right. my God, they were incredible. Then you open it up and it looked like shit. It, looked it like wasn't, some, e- it wasn't it even like a newsprint quality. It looked like something we drew <laughs> yeah. in yeah. junior high. Hey, by the way, uh, the uh, Cobra Silver War that they just started, they're in, we're on our show three right now. It's fucking great. Really? It's great. So they're actually killing each other or is this all? Cobra Commander is dead and it's who's oh. going to take his place. Oh, okay. Uh, Tomax and Zaymot. Um, I don't believe uh, we've hit on them yet. <laughs> no. They're waiting in the weeds. <laughs> my money's on the Baroness. Ooh, just, I like just it. guessing. Sure, why not? Yeah, that's, that's not my guessing. That's my fantasizing right there. <laughs> Who are the Baroness? There's, there's one action figure that got wore out in Mike's box. It was uh, Baroness. And oddly enough, she did not have a Kung Fu grip, which I feel is wrong. Oh my God, I thought you were going to say something else there for a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have for now, so uh, thanks for joining us, and see see you guys next week. It was fun. Excelsior. Lame. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter. We are at Gamers Table, and like us on Facebook. You have been listening to Gamers Table, brought to you by Side Tangent Productions. Visit us at www.gamerstable.com. Products and intellectual property discussed during this podcast are the properties of their respective owners. This production is for entertainment purposes only. Any commercial broadcast is prohibited without the express consent from Side Tangent Productions.